Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today we're gonna discuss chapter six, redefining workflows to take advantage of technology. Hey Tom, welcome back. Hey, thanks Karen. Hey, um, so interesting stuff in this chapter. Um, so we, I notice here we're really getting into taking humans out as being l the limiting factor. Right. So you've got these great examples about the DMV, is that store open? Uh, you know, all these things in society today that are examples of where humans are in place and they actually put limitations on what is possible, what companies can do, what consumers can actually enjoy, um, and like removing that for a future state. Well, so, so you know, businesses that re required uh, employees to perform yeah. or to work to make the, the business operate um, were limited based on what those people could do. So uh, let's use retail as an example. Uh, stores were open um, during working hours because, you know, that's the way it was. So then they started opening 24 hours, but it was hard to staff labor then. There wasn't even a lot of customers there, so it didn't make sense all the time, which is why they close. Right. Um, but then I started to think about um, Amazon's open all the time because yeah. the cost of keeping it open 24 hours is not more than the cost of having it open, right? So this, this notion of nine to five doesn't really even make sense in that retail context. If I look at other examples where you start to think, well, I am doing, I, like, so for example, like in customer service work, mm -hmm. the people who are handling customer service have to be trained to handle customer service inquiries. Mm. So a lot of times what will happen is, You'll dial in and says one for this, two for that, three for four, you know, yeah. and it, it's called uh, interactive voice response. So it's um, uh, IVR, it's a term. Uh, you know, you go into this IVR hell where you, you got to yeah. hit two for this, and then, they, and then oh, if you know your party's, all that oh. kind of stuff, they put the burden on you to put you in to talk to somebody who's trained for your line of inquiry versus a person who can handle any question you ask. Mm. Well, they can't train that person. That's the unicorn. Now, what's interesting is some of the deployments of technology now can replace all of If I train the software to do one of those jobs, then I train it to do five, 10, then I just have the same software do it all. Now I don't have to go into that and it changes the nature of what's happening. If we look at other examples like, um, think of Blockbuster yep. video. We use that in the ex example in the, uh, in the book quite a bit, because I think people are generally familiar with that example with them and Netflix. Netflix does it through the mail. That's how their first foray. Instead of having a store, they they had a, an anchor store, but they did everything through the mail, DVDs through the mail. Mm -hmm. So they never had a late fee. They had a decent selection, but you had to wait two days to get it. Mm. And so mm -hmm. the imp they lost the impulse purchase but there's no late fees and they had the movie you wanted to watch. So you, uh, it, it was very successful for them. Eventually, they flipped over to streaming video yep. and didn't even require the postal service to do this anymore. And then you just fast forward all the way. Once they did that, they redefined the TV watching experience. Now there's things like binge watching. You don't watch TV at Thursday at eight o'clock. Yeah, the scheduling it, is totally it's, it's totally changed because yeah. now I can deliver the product in a totally different way. 
So you start to think about these digital products and services that are redefining what actually gets done. Mm. Even think of uh, something, an older example would be, you know, the Fed, you know, uh, the mail was, would mail documents back and forth, right. a bill and a paper, a contract, whatever it be. FedEx started to say, hey, there's a need to do overnight. So they created a business model, an analog business model, where they take your document, mostly it was like, like contracts and legal stuff, ship it to Memphis, and then ship it back to where you're going. So if I went to overnight something from here in New Jersey to uh, New York City, mm-hmm. it would the package would be picked up, taken to Newark Airport, flown to Memphis, Tennessee, sorted, and then flown back to Newark Airport and t- taken to New York. That's actually how it worked. God, that's crazy. <laughs> Sounds nuts, yeah. Right, but it was a, it was a hub and spoke model. That was how they architected it. And then they started to do DocuSign. Yeah. And now the documents are boom, 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 it's done in a few seconds. Email replacing a lot of things that used to be done. And then you think of it, is email open or closed? You just don't even think of it. So you start to think about where, when I start to do, let's use the, the, the book. We're talking, this is a companion series to the book. You can, the bookstore is open all the time. You can get a Kindle, you can go read it whenever you want. Uh, I don't even have to, I can physically carry my entire library with me. Let's look at the music industry. People used to, when you move, when help people move, they had all these records back in the day, and then they had all these DVDs, these huge music libraries. And when they moved, they had, they displayed them as if, you know, even had houses with libraries. Mm. Well, I have, I have thousands of books on my Kindle and I can carry it around in my pocket. I have every song ever recorded in my phone available to be streamed. So you think of it just changes the nature of things that once you start moving digital, I can take the constraints yep. that led us up to these business models and reimagine the business. And so I, there's two pieces to this. Um, and so I want to get um, your thoughts first on so the people, mm-hmm. right? So what you're describing, and I knew you've used the term before, autonomous corporations, are we moving towards autonomous corporations? And then um, the labor piece in all of this, um, what's the impact there? Well, I think what what ends up happening is some of the work that you and I have done at clients, we, it focuses around reimagining business processes. Mm-hmm. So at first, you know, when you go after and you deploy the automation, you're looking at what people do yep. and you automate some of that work. But then after you do that, you start calling the question, why is that work being done at all? And I start to think about more from a process perspective. What's the inputs that are coming into a process and what are the outputs required? And I can now reimagine it. So if I look at like airline reservations, I used to have to used to have to go to a travel agent or call an airline reservationist and say I want to fly from here to there, and you tell them what your constraints are, and they would give you some information. Now, when you do it yourself, it's such a more it's a much richer experience. It's open all the time. All right. Uh, you can actually have algorithms be looking for certain price combinations and points and specials. You, you, you can't even do, you, uh, an agent couldn't even do what you could do on a website today. You can never mm-hmm. convey that level of rich information that's available. And then to bring in videos of what it's like, a picture of what your seat looks like, where the gate looks, all the things that go into 
a digital environment that changes the nature of what's happening. Yeah. And so when you re start to reimagine the business process end to end, you end up with these processes that don't have people involved. The people are sitting on the sidelines around these processes, managing and making sure that it still works. But the process end to end for a logical process is without people. So let's use travel as an example. I want to book a flight to Las Vegas mm -hmm. this weekend. Nobody's involved with that. <laughs> I just go onto yeah. the website. I do a couple searches. I can pick multiple websites. doesn't really matter. I can go to Expedia, Kayak, and go right to a direct airline, book from their website. I can book it, pay for it, pick my seat assignment, and even have an Uber attached to that to pick me up and drive me to the airport. Well, it's kind of like what you described back in chapter one with Thomas Cook. This is yeah. exactly what they were facing. Right. Yeah. Rather than have an agency do that for me, I can just do it myself or the software can do it. And nobody's involved. The next thing that happens is a Uber shows up at my doorstep at the appointed time and I jump in the car, I go on the plane and I'm in Las Vegas, but nobody was involved with that. Now there's people involved with the performing of the service, but the transaction of me getting a flight booked and is 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 peopleless. It's a distributed autonomous process, mm. a DAP. Then the question leads, is there such a thing as to create end-to-end -end corporations? And there are a few examples of that. And we have the picture up here in the studio of Alan Watts, which is we bought this from a digital autonomous corporation. There are no employees in this corporation. You submit a picture of Alan Watts, you submit a style, the AI, <laughs> matches it together, creates a cool thing. You say, I want it on a, uh, an acrylic, and uh, you, you give them the money, and then this shows up in the mail. But there's nobody to talk to, and there's no employees. Was there a customer service agent? No. Nothing. No. no. Yeah. It's... No. It's a, it's a, and if you own that company, there's a four German guys that own it. Yeah. Uh, they just get a check in the mail every month. Oh, it sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, I, don't, I don't think they're doing it for business. It's more of a, a thought exercise. Yeah. But um you could do a lot of things with that, but it, it, but digital the, the digital autonomous corporation is sort of a, an extreme example. Mm. But digital autonomous process or distributed autonomous processes are, and then processes are the goal for many companies. You want to you want to streamline your experiences with your customers to say end to end. I want people out of the mix so they can do stuff themselves. Very cool. And then just one last uh, point I wanted to just get your thoughts on. Um, so as companies move into this space, let's say that they are successful in their journey of automating these processes end to end. Now, do we allow customers to be like, is this where the creativity magic happens for companies um, with the stuff that they can now, you know, untap and allow their customers to actually experience? Yeah, Again, this goes back to the you know where you can become expert is the typically the people involved in these arcane processes at firms to get something done. Think of an insurance claim, right? The people involved in the insurance claim it's an it's an arcane process. Yeah. Imagine if I could streamline that using technologies and things like that. Now firms are doing that. They're 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 doing spot deployments. But right. imagine, you know, I'm able to take a picture of damage. Uh, it validates all kinds of things. The software looks at that, uh, makes an assessment, and then the only time the person's involved is just to check it and say, that's good, and they, and they sign off on a release. And and it happens in moments as opposed to a week. Yeah. So you have a damage and the check comes in a week. Well, what if I could have it this afternoon? 
where I could have it instantly sent to my account. And then they turn it one step further, and if you want to remediate that problem, someone's dispatched right away to fix it. Mm. And so you have a problem, and then the solution comes right away versus making that, you know, if you have a problem, say, like a, a tree falls on your house. Yep. You're going to lose a couple of days of your time figuring yeah, what to that. do with that versus I just take a picture. This happened, and all of a sudden, things start happening, and it's fixed. And I save that that time. I mean, you can imagine there's a whole bunch of things that can happen. These are these things are not going to happen by themselves. They require the people involved to understand the technology, how to apply their old business model to create new the new mm -hmm. business outcomes here. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time, Tom. Great. Thanks. Thanks.